Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Captain Freedom. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. You cold-blooded bastard! I'll tell you what I think of it! I live to see you eat that contract! But I hope you live long room for my feast! Because I'm going to ram it in your stomach and break your goddamn spine! <laughs> <laughs> that was a solid impression. Here is the inside! And who loves you? And who do you love? I'll be back. the butcher of Bakersfield. All I've seen is a bunch of low foreheads who think they can change the world with dreams and talk. It's too late for that. If you're not ready to act, then you're breaking shut up. It's time to start running! The hell with you. All right. Are you ready to run along with us as we revisit 1987's The Running Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger. A couple other, Richard Dawson, who did the old uh, Family Feud stuff, and uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. Answer me this question. If it was 87, why did it look like it was 1978 in the movie? (laughs) Did anyone notice that? Did anyone (laughs) notice that? Why did it look like it was in the 70s? The whole thing. It was supposed to be in the future. He thought, the director and the art director thought, that if that in the future, we're going to be in the 70s again. <laughs> that was their assumption. Yeah. It's, I, it's the worst art design. It's, it, I've seen better art design and pornography <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> I, I was kind of struck. I was kind of struck. I know this is an 80s movie, um, but yeah, like this has to be one of the worst looking futuristic movies ever made. <laughs> yes. One of the worst looking movies. Like I, cinematography I, I, wise, either. I, I get what they kind of shot in an iPhone. I, I kind of get what they go for. No, iPhone. not at all. I kind of get what they're going for with the dystopian stuff, where it's like you know, in the future things will be so shitty, we'll be wearing like clothes from whatever time period they appear to be in, which is maybe even a little bit older because they obviously had old old as fuck clothes. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't work considering where, where we are now. And like for the newness of some of the clothes and outfits that they've got. And then they kept some of the big name brands too, like world health. And, um, there were some other like notable, uh, brands shown for the clothing. And it's just like, oh man. Arnold- I mean, but listen, but listen to this. Okay. This movie takes place in 2019. Here's the 17. first two lines oh, it's of the story. Oh. It's 2019. The yeah, first yeah. the movie opens at a at a flashback in 2017. Yep. But in 2019 is when the whole thing goes down. His helicopter thing is 2017, and I think he's in prison and shit until 2019. That's the way it is. But listen to these first two lines of the storyline. In the year 2019, the world economy has collapsed. The great freedoms of the United States are no longer, as the once great nation has sealed off its borders and become a militarized police state censoring all film art literature and communications yep i mean this is not an unrealistic uh reality right now no i mean the running man itself is is still another leap from where we are but but this dystopian future that they're existing in i mean yeah 
crazy it's the even, timing it, on this. I mean, yeah, yeah. That 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 part of it is um, you could definitely see that's where things are going with with people disrupt distrusting the government and. It's interesting that they give us that in the opening crawl, but later on we learn through, um, what's her face? Um, Adriana Molina of uh, yeah, Telemundo. Yeah, Amber. Her name's Amber, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Amber um, doesn't obviously know what's going on. She still kind of trusts TV and the government. She only learns of, of, of what we learned in the opening crawl um, partway through the movie. So... Not everybody Which in the society. Because she's part of this. Yeah, it's weird that she works for the TV station, and this is the first she's like getting of this. Like the way the TV guys handle this all the time, even going so far as to like recreate lifelike deep fake level fakes of people doing things. Like in a few seconds too. There's a few times where Killian is like, like get, make this work, and then he's on screen two minutes later, and they're like showing Ben Richards get killed by Captain Wonderful. I mean, if you look at how good those Snapchat filters and shit are, though, um, <laughs> as far as the face scanning goes and then replicating it, like, like uh, we've all seen those face swap apps. Yeah. Like, John's actually, we're on a video chat. John's actually using Snap filters as we chat. And right now, he looks like a terrifying witch? thing. A I don't know what it is. It looks like a 50s news broadcast. Nice. Okay, so, so anyways, though, that... That being said, what it said at the beginning of the movie, if they would have made a movie about that, that would have been a good movie. <laughs> but they did not. They made a weird movie. And uh, so so the, um, a great example of this is uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers did a great job of doing what Running Man was trying to do, but, like, miserably failed. Right? Well, this... Like, miserably failed. Like, if you want to see, like, a good attempt and a bad attempt, watch <laughs> Running Man and Starship Troopers, one after the other, and you, you'll see the differences. Because, like, this was, like, why are those, worst... those are, Why are those... I don't get the, the relation. Uh, because both those movies are, um, like, futuristic movies about, about like, uh, the government control and uh, the, just the way the world works and stuff. And how news is like censored, all of that is so well done in Starship Troopers. And in this movie is like, it's not even focused on, it's more so focused on him. It, everything is just convenient. Like they get him into the prison. Uh, yeah. they, they get, he escapes, they get him on the show. He, he signs a contract because those other guys are gonna, they're gonna kill them or something. Is that why he signs the contract? They're going to kill his friend? Yeah. No, that's a surprise, isn't it? No, no, no they, like they say they're going to yeah. leave his friends alone and just like just focus on him if he if he goes for it. But if he doesn't... And then he so signs then the movie, it and they're like, guess what, motherfucker? Yeah, they just do it anyway. <laughs> so then the movie's about this like weird friendship like that he has with these two guys he just fucking met in prison. And also the relationship between him and the girl that he took hostage and grabbed the back of her neck and choked her like a chicken. Yeah. The, He's the not a good guy. The resistance in this movie ends up ultimately being like just weak and in and, and there only to move certain parts of the story forward. I, I don't know. That whole thing looking for the looking for the relay in the middle of the field and that all being there for some reason. Why? I don't know. Um and the 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 Zappa guy who who plays the leader of the uh, 
Dweezil. of the resistance. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, like all that stuff, those those characters aren't fleshed out. Like it's the same guy who took the um, who took the neck thing off him when they got out of prison. He's the leader yeah. of the resistance. I don't know that that could have been the interesting part of the movie is the resistance, but instead it's about Arnold fighting impractical uh, hero wannabe bad guys. And that's the thing. I didn't understand what Colin was likening the movie to because it, and then I realized I was like, it actually is a part of the movie, but it's done so poorly the way they try to integrate like this, this revolution aspect of it. Like it's that's all framed I mean. around yeah, this game you're... show, like, but it's never a part of it. Like the game show is the big part of yeah. it. There's no revolution. And all of a sudden at the end, they're like, Oh yeah. And these guys have been living in the basement of the TV studio or whatever. <laughs> and fucking... Yeah. They come running out. Yeah, they and just they rage. Come running out with guns, they come running out, with, and he becomes their leader or some weird shit. Yeah, like he's yeah. right up like, front on the front lines right away. Like we talked about, we watched this movie together while while uh, uh, zooming, and uh, Arnie's like character is real weird because you don't know anything about him, and you know that he's flying a chopper, so he's like part of the the the. I don't know the the police or army, whatever is overseeing this this. Um, oppressive government right um yeah but he's like naive i guess too because he's like not gonna fire on a crowd and they punish him for that and toss him in prison so then he's in prison for a while and immediately is cool with like rioting and i understand it would suck but he's like leading and planning riots and killing guys like no problem so like what kind of person is he and then he's like aggressive with uh with amber when he breaks into her place like needlessly aggressive and like Later on in the movie too, he's like gonna snap her neck like a chicken. That's that stuff's all hilarious. Um, yeah. So like, it, it, is he the type of person to lead a resistance? Like, it just it's weird. He he's a weird character, really weird character. Dude. Yeah, I mean, and Arnie doesn't help with his shitty acting because he's he's not gonna save this bad script. So he got you get nothing from him other than what was on the page, which was like just complete nothing. And he's 40 when he did this movie. So it's not like, um, it's not like young, like Conan Arnie that didn't know acting. Like this is older yeah. Arnie should have had some classes. So, so what I heard, although he's not as terrible as he was. Well, what I heard was, um, the director, the original intended director backed out and they had to find a director to fill in. So this guy, Paul, Michael Glazer, Paul Glazer stepped in and he had done a bunch of TV stuff and Arnold, that's like all he's done yeah that all he had done and so arnold was like a little hesitant about this and i think arnold hates this movie because he's like it, the directing was too tve like it wasn't like a feature film and and like the undertones and all the background and knowledge this guy would have needed to make a good movie were not there so the way he shot it was ridiculous yeah for the and that that kind of that makes sense if that is true. Like that absolutely makes sense. And and you know you can't even blame the guy coming in. Like he he went to what he knew on like three weeks' notice to start directing a complicated underground underbelly project. He's like, we got Richard, <laughs> we got Richard Dawson from Family Feud. He's gonna kiss some ladies and then scream a lot. Interesting. The budget for this movie was like thirty-five million dollars or something. And I was saying the other night. I was saying the other night, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger got paid like 30 million of that five, and then they had 5 million to do everything. Because that's what this movie looks like. It yeah. looks like there, it, there was, it looks like it cost like 50 bucks. Like, yeah. I can't believe this was a movie. He was a huge star. When, what, what have you done before this? 
Conan? Uh, Rambo? The, the first Terminator. Not He's not Rambo. Oh, fucking sorry, not <laughs> <laughs> Terminator. Would he, have done Con- he would have done Conan already, obviously. Conan's like the first thing he did. Yeah, well, it was, there's some weird Hercules movie where they dubbed his voice. But oh, I think yeah. you're right. I think either Conan or the original Terminator was his first movie. I can't remember which. Yeah. Uh, so he That's hadn't right. done, But he, he had a he lot under done. his belt at this time. Like, he's, he's better than this, for sure. No, but I'm saying he played a robot who just talked like this. Yeah, yeah. And then the next character he played was Conan, who was a barbarian, so he didn't have to speak good English. So he, he did, so comman- then, then he he did he Commando. He did Commando and Raw Deal before this. So not oh not my as God. not Raw as Deal. I forgot that even existed. Yeah, yeah. With, and, um, and Terminator. With Belushi, isn't it? No. Oh that's, no, he did that's Terminator. Like, uh, one that's of Red Heat, isn't it? Oh my God, yeah. Red Heat? Yeah, so Red Heat. So then, but in between Running Man and Red Heat, he did Predator, which was like, I, I, my guess would be a hold up for that, but who knows? Predator came out same year as this. It was the year. Oh yeah, it was too. Well, yeah. So Commando, uh, Commando '85, Predator and Running Man both '87, Terminator '84, and Hercules in New York was in this. Was yeah. in seven. That's the so. one I was talking about. Hercules in New York. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so I don't know. This was a weird off one. It sounds like it just did the, the right things didn't line up for this movie to to get a lot of renown and success. And it, it just it's a mess. Like the the bad guys in this are so poor cartoonish that it, it, it just makes them all suck now. I can't remember. Like I used to remember digging this movie, but I think I was just young and naive enough to not have thought about an arena or a potential of a show like this. And now I'm older, so the practicality and challenges of all that... Uh, just it drives me a little bit batty thinking about it. Like Sub Zero can only fight in a hockey rink, eh? Um, yeah. <laughs> and like the 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 light bright guy, like what he just constantly like sometimes would he ever drive people down right away? Like what would they he... put the fattest guy in this movie in the littlest fucking clown car, just made of fucking sheet metal, and he's got an electro suit attached to him. Yeah. The whole fucking character creation modeling around this was Poor. was an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe for those people who don't remember this terrible, awful, <laughs> awful movie, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes into the TV show where he has to fight for his life against, what do they call them? Celebrity stalkers. Yeah. And one of them's name is Buzzsaw, and he has a Buzzsaw, and another one's name Sub-Zero, and he is a goalie with a... A, a goalie a stick that's Japanese, like a samurai sword Japanese or goalie with a killer so blade right, stick. He can only fight in like the hockey arena. That's it. That's the only place he can, he can yeah, fight. He's got boat. skates on. That's it. Yeah. And it just so happens. So the stupidest thing is, is they ask the audience to pick. There's prizes for the audience. The audience stands up. They pick the gladiator. Yeah. That they want to go and, and attack. Yeah. The gladiator then is the is the next man up. So the woman that stands up first, they're like, who are you going to pick? And she's like, I love my guys big and cuddly, which isn't how I uh, describe a fat Japanese guy in a <laughs> hockey suit. But they fucking, she picks him, he goes, and it just so happens that the first thing they land in is the hockey rink. Yeah. From like those fucking stupid shoot that the car shoots out of. So... <laughs> What the fuck? If she didn't pick that, would they have just been walking through this barren ice rink, wondering what the fuck there was an ice rink way down in the subterranean <laughs> levels for? Yeah, and, and, and then what if they picked them later? Would they have to come back? Yeah, then she gets prizes. It's like here you go. 
I like so that that <laughs> it it made me ask two things. Number one was um the 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 are the bikers driving them to the right spot? Like is that what those motorbikes are doing and the people in the game zone for some I think reason? That's supposed to be, yeah. I guess. But then I was thinking like then what does this game zone look like that they'd be dropped into a net basically after their fun slide? Um, and then they'd have to be like gallivanted in the right direction, but like for there to be an easily accessible zone in, in a direction, like it would have to be a particular zone for each of the heroes, right? Because if Fireball comes into the ice one, it's going to be like, I slipped and fell because this is my anti-flame. Like that's not how it works. They wouldn't be going through one station at a time linearly. So that part of it made me really but scratch my head. Well, but they but they also pick things and then they give them prizes like it's a contest like if your guy does good. But the <laughs> thing is, is that they even say in the movie, no one has ever lost. Yeah. <laughs> like like the bad guys, they they claim, I guess they do. They they lie. They're lying to people and saying that some of the some of the um, competitors are gone. Yeah, they won, right? So, yeah. so it's possible and it's fair, but it's actually not because they left the dead bodies in the game zone for some reason. Yeah, what are you doing? What Just discarding they, them with, in the basement? With their dog but, tags on. It's like in case these bodies decompose, it really is Price and Haddad and whatever the other guy's name. But this is the thing that they didn't think about because this makes no sense throughout the movie. So they show these three guys saying they survived so that that means they would have killed at least one of the the gladiators or one of the celebrity stalkers to survive yeah because when he doesn't kill the the celebrity stalker and he lets them live everyone freaks out like that's never happened before so that's super weird so that means that either the vacationer dies or the stalker dies but when he kills the first stalker they say it's been like they act like it's never happened before, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's never happened. What are we going to do? It's just like, if the stalkers never get killed, how would anybody have won that game? Yeah, I don't understand. It makes no sense. I don't understand the gambling. Saying. The gambling, like, what are they gambling on? Because, yeah, no one would ever bet on Ben in the first couple of matches anyway. No, because the stalkers would they always make, win yeah, based on the yeah. way they talk and so, stuff, like a tragic day or something. So ha- Yeah, the, if the, but there must be cases where a stalker is called and doesn't do the job, but doesn't die either, because then someone no, would be like... but then why else? is the crowd so shocked, though, that he didn't kill him and were booing like it was I know. the biggest thing in the world? They just wanted to see blood, I think, is about as far as they got with that thought, but it may, yeah, it does make their game make no sense. Like... The way the game no works, sense, the whole fucking thing. The way the game seems to work is that the first celebrity stalker that gets called in would kill every time. Like when would that not happen? Unless... Yeah, so no one's taking odds on that. No gambling. No. People are ever going to bet, let people bet on the celebrity stalker. Yeah, what I would—they'd have to do side bets, prop bets. Like how long is he going to last? Like five That's minutes, it. two minutes, or or who's yeah. going to be the first stalker to be picked? And everyone would get the odds out and be like, "Oh, buzzsaw, yeah. buzzsaw," and like who's That's next? That's the only way the gambling makes. Sense. Yeah, but once picked, yeah, it would have to be like, is it going to last five minutes? I don't know. I don't want to think about that anymore. Like because the the fights are. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The fights are up and down for me. Some of them are super cheesy, and some of them are kind of fun to watch. Which I don't ones know. are fun? I, I like when he cuts Buzzsaw up in half. That's kind of that was kind of fun. 
Taint the tail, man. That guy gets it. Yeah, that guy gets it the worst. That guy gets it so bad, and some of the other guys get, like, off easy. I don't know. Sub-Zero's death is horrible. Yeah. Like, he wraps the... He runs away with the with the club in his hand, the, the, the post with the wire, and somehow uh, gets it wrapped wire. around, and then pulls it and gets enough torque to, 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 like, strangle the guy to death or break his neck. I don't know. Bad. I can't also, like, anything seriously in this. The thing about it is, is like when he when he spares, fucking what's his name, Lightbright? What's yeah. his fucking name? Yeah, uh, Dynamo. Doesn't it's not Dynamo. It's nice so Dynamo, when, yeah. when he spares Dynamo, like we're supposed to like get this impression that he is, you know, he's he's got this this heart to him, this soul, and he won't kill this guy despite the guy trying to kill him. Yeah. But the thing is, is that there's a difference between, like, when we see that in Gladiator or the Gladiator type of movies, is that all of those people are slaves being forced to fight each other. So when you deny that that death to the fucking emperor or to the viewers or whatever else, right, that's supposed to be, like, a significant stand. There's supposed to be something there that is that makes us, like, appreciate his moment. But in these situations, these guys aren't. These guys are celebrities that are killing these people for sport, right? Yeah. So when he doesn't kill him, I don't feel good about that. I feel like fucking kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, you know what I mean? Like this guy is a bad guy. He's an evil guy. Yeah. You're just leaving well, an evil guy there. He Fuck he tried he. So when we when we uh, he's chasing the lady, he kills the. He kills the dude who has the most complicated code that Amber is um, supposed to remember. 3, 17, F, hashtag, BB, 16, 42, si no, 3, 7. Oh, geez, start again. It's like, oh, my God, there's no way she'd remember that. But when uh, Dynamo finally catches up with her and Arnold runs up on them, like he's like trying to get inside her. And then he tries again later because he is let, to, um, he is let live. He comes back and almost uh, tries to get a hold of Amber again. And she wallops him in the groin and then gets his one weakness, water! Oh, no! Yeah, who wouldn't have seen that coming? Yeah. Uh, you think he would have thought of that? <laughs> What's my obvious weakness? Yeah. The guy's I, whole suit is exposed. He's a fucking live wire. Yeah. That Anyways, was, that the was shittiness of that guy's creation, again, we've already said the characters are fucking... Poorly thought about, and as Colin said, the fucking set and costume design is garbage. Yeah, like, it's, it's like watching up. It's honestly like watching a. I I think I commented on this and said it looks like they didn't have a lot of money for set design and costumes, so they got someone's friend who did a school play, and then they did the costumes. Like, did you see like the weird plastic helmets for the police officer? And yeah. then they, they everything looks like it's a kid's Halloween costume. Remember in the beginning when he's wearing it up the 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 miner's cap or oh, whatever yeah. and like suspenders and the t-shirt yeah the world health thing yeah he looks yeah, like he's he getting looks like ready a for kid's a, idea of a fucking construction worker or a construction worker, worker. Yeah. everybody's costumes <laughs> look like that and that's supposed to be the future yeah so it actually looks like he's going to a gay club like yeah. I think John said when we were watching he's like that guy could be a member of the village people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's terrible like, yeah it's hard to uh yeah it's hard to get behind a lot in this movie even amber the female character does like questionable things like all of a sudden she like starts to believe ben and and like starts to uh break into her company's files and like 
thank God someone labeled that disc that she finds like original untapped where he didn't do it. He's innocent file. Whatever the yeah. name that was on that, that file that she immediately found. Yeah, the something massacre um, um, edited and then the, yeah. the unedited or whatever. Oh my god. Like, it may as well have just said, like, the propaganda version. Yeah, propaganda version. If she was going to figure out what was going on, she would have figured out a long time ago, not when this shit went down. Yeah. So either she didn't care or she's really stupid. Either way, I don't like her at all. It's a like, pretty huge. Don't get behind her. It's a pretty huge and her relationship with Arnie is zero. Yeah, her and Arnie have zero chem- chem- chemistry the whole fucking movie. Yeah, and then at the end they walk towards each other and kiss like it was destiny. Yeah, and it was just like this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, but like yeah. she'd be shell shocked. She went from literally believing there was like no uh, subterfuge in the world, and then. Now she knows, like, the world is not as it seems, and they are actually fighting a revolution. She goes from that to this in, like, a day. And she's, like, with uh-huh. her machine guns, ready to go. Like, yes, going through the game area would would have been, like, a life-altering experience, but it's good. I guess it's she good. Killed she, someone, she killed someone with an Uzi. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she, and the day before, she was, like... And she's all right with that. all of this. Like, for the, all that to change in a day, like, from normal person... Like coming home and like having bread sitting in her bread maker all day and her toaster all day. And she's just like, toast. It's like, yes, ma'am. Because you set up that toast, you can turn it on now. That bread would be dry as fuck. Anyway, and then she starts working out in some, in, she starts working out in a negligee. Uh, and Arnie comes out like he had just taken a shower, right? He's like all slicked and in his underwear. And Arnie immediately goes aggressive with her, which is like uncomfortable. Um, yeah, but, that's. That's another thing that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Go on, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I, I drew uh, an interesting uh, parallel in this movie because he, in the airport, it makes a big deal of him like having his hand up on the back of her neck. And he's like, I'm going to snap it like a chicken. I said that before. And then at the very end of the movie, like they've killed everybody and they're like looking at each other and they're like, it's destiny. And they make out and then they, they turn to walk off. But as they do, Arnie puts his hand right back up on the back of her neck. And they walk off <laughs> off the scene like that, and I'm like, oh my god! Like that would be that would be creepy for her, wouldn't it? This is just so, his way. So I I have to because you guys talked shit about that the whole other night, but I have to say with that's I that's natural place where I put my hand when I walk with with, with women that come with partners. you willingly or unwillingly. Uh, <laughs> it's not like to direct them or whatever, but I hate like having my arm around somebody. Um, yeah. And it's just like a place where I like kind of like where I like affectionately put my hand. I don't choke them out from behind, but I'm surprised <laughs> that you guys seem to find that so, so overtly aggressive. It. Because he did it earlier when he was trying to get to yeah. airport security in a hostile way. Yeah. So that's, that's all she knows is that the hostile thing he did. Yeah, and then like, at remember, the end of the show, the faction, he's going to do the thing he did when she was his hostage. Maybe yeah. it's to him, like, that was him trying to pre- pretend like they were together. Yeah, I don't know. Remember that time when I threatened to kill you? Like, remember again. <laughs> and come this way. We're going to my place. <laughs> it's terrible. It is kind it's of terrible. Only, it's the only nuance in the movie, and that, and that is what it represents. Super the, fucking weird. This guy, I've seen movies before. Um, what's Remember, Remember the 5th of November, that movie by the Wachowskis? Um uh, um, about uh, Guy's Fox 
mask. Oh, V for Vendetta. Yeah, V for Vendetta. Um, v for Vendetta had um, a scene, like, had the government, right? And it had the people that were on TV as very powerful, but not as the most powerful people in the world. Um, like, they were under still the politicians who ran things, or, or powers it be. In this movie, like, Killian seems to have more power than anyone. He's like, I, I tell the president what to do. I call the the minister of defense and I'm just like, I need this guy and I know he did a lot like, and it was really public, but I get him. And then I get this chick, like without even making a call to anybody, this girl, like we caught her looking at some files downstairs. Um, we can put her in the zone. No problem. I mean, he's judge, jury and executioner. He, he is. And it's, it's, uh, it, it's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. He's got a lot of, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't mind him as the bad guy. Cause he's like so smooth as this scummy piece of shit. Which another few things I read said that he is like very much like that in real life with with people. So I mean that's all rumor, but it would make, it would make sense because it seems so natural to him. Uh, so it's either great acting or he's just being himself. Uh, but it's I didn't not great acting. I didn't mind him as a, as the bad guy. Like I hated him and and I thought that was appropriate. I wish that, I didn't like the way they killed him, Richards. Like you want a satisfying like kill for the main bad guy, right? And like just putting him down a fun tube ride that everybody goes through. And somehow Arnold knew that this time it wouldn't run into a net that's magically sitting there. It's going to fly through a sign that explodes <laughs> for no reason. That fucking net was like snow fencing. So yeah. you're telling me that's <laughs> enough to catch the fucking the caged? That thing is going like 100k. Oh it's going to all God. of a sudden fucking stop at the snow fence. And then when it's not there, it shoots a fucking, you know, 500 yards and fucking explodes for some reason. Like, yeah, was sign. I know. He had never seen the, the show. No, not no gas in it or anything. No. None of it, yeah, it's just a fucking cage. It's like, you ever go down a hill on a sled? You don't all of a sudden catapult up the other side of the fucking hill, go up and over into traffic somewhere. Like, that never fucking happened. And explode. And you yeah. never explode. Yeah. Well, unless your sled has nitrous in it or some shit. Yeah. That's what I mean is his sled was just a steel cage that went through, a, I'm assuming, would be like a cardboard sign. And so that would have really hurt, and they could have showed us that, and that would have been interesting to see what it looked like after it fucking slammed into the concrete or whatever. But <laughs> Maybe if Arnie put that stuff on it that they use in uh, Christmas Vacation <laughs> for Chase's oh, sled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kind of, yeah, it was some kind of a lubricant. All right, what was, what was your Lube favorite? Is what they're missing. What was your favorite part of this movie? And I can go first if, if I don't want to put... I know what I'm going to say, so I'd like to hear you, John. All right. I want to hear John too because I don't know what I'm going to say. It was the quote I did at the start of the show where Arnold uh, Killian's trying to tell Arnie that he can hire him and put him in as a guaranteed stalker, and Arnie gives him the whole <laughs> save room for my fist. So I ram it down your throat and <laughs> break your fucking spine. That's awesome. That's it, that's delivered really well by Arnie, the way he looks into the camera and then smashes that shit. That That's actually quite badass. Yeah. Yeah. Was that my, what I was going to say the other night? Do you guys remember what my favorite part was? Because I did say this is I the was, only good thing. I was guessing that you were going to say your favorite part was the end. Because you're normally um, along the oh, line no. of statement. No, I, I do remember <laughs> saying this is the best line in the movie. Or this is the only good thing that's going to happen in this whole movie. We should remember that. And That is, a, that is the best line. <laughs> and it's the best anything. Because it's actually, I fucking love it when Arnie says that. I did laugh when he said that, so that's the only time I laughed. Yeah. It makes me excited. Other than, 
I cried inside the rest of the movie. I know. So, okay. <laughs> it's hard I to think even... maybe that's my favorite part then, too. Okay, John, Brent, what's your favorite part? Uh, when she's working out in the lingerie. <laughs> that was my, that was gonna be my second favorite part. <laughs> and the door code, the door code still works. Yeah, and, for some reason, she moved in. The, the, it, they never changed that? And she ha- she just so happens to work at ICS, who is the company that runs... Running Man. I know, it's so crazy. That's, that's quite a coincidence. I know, just like no one gave a shit again. Like, this script was written on a cocktail napkin. Well, and, and they like, shot it. They didn't even bother to type it. They're like, just shoot it the way it is. They're like, we can't read it. Just shoot it. We're yeah. going to shoot it. Well, it's like you were saying, Colin, when we did Out for Justice, and you were like, how fucking shitty that everything he needs is in that drawer. Like, he opens the drawer, and there's, like, the pictures and the Coke and a note that says, I did it, and whatever the fuck else, right? Like, just super lazy. There's no adventure to it or anything else. And the same thing when she goes down the basement and is looking through those tapes, which they conveniently keep at this fucking station. Yeah. Like, that's, like, government propaganda, government fucking cover-up. Yeah. It's not protected in any way. Yeah, Yeah. she doesn't seem to be a key player there. Like, I don't even know what her job is. But I mean, they store those things right beside each other. I know John talked about it before, but like, it's like it's like the the Jonestown Massacre original Jonestown Massacre edited to fucking blackmail this guy or whatever, right? Yeah, like it's not even. She never has to look for them. There's no search there. No, she just gets. She's interested and she's like found it. Why not have Arnie going through the game and fucking fighting for his life and she's searching for fucking for evidence of that somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's on a search and he's on a fucking a search to stay alive and then we don't ever need to see Dweezil Zappa in the fucking yeah. uh, the group again. Like, or, or like maybe the group finds her. Like once, yes. once they know that she's kind of wise to the ways that people are lying to her, they then know it's safe to approach her and she does some things on the inside to help out Arnie and the, and the resistance. And then, then they get together later she could do and, that on her own. Yeah, exactly. She could do all that on her own, but unbeknownst to any of the rebellion or Arnie and they don't find out till the end that, yeah. that she's helping them. Yeah. You know, there is no reason to have that relationship because they would yeah. never be together. Yeah. But instead she becomes a love interest. Yeah. It's just, like, it's, it had to be, it's the way it was in the eighties. Like they had to have the love interest, but like, I don't know, man. It, it's it's brutal. It's stu- It's so stupid. Like she just could have been this independent person who's like turns out to be a good little soldier or or is good at something. Like considering her working out on the negligee, like no one would assume she's like commando type material, right? Like gonna be like killing people with machine guns a day later, like that. that yeah, takes or something. valid Victorian. Yeah. Your, your gym clothes are not this. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. It's it's hard. Um, and like some of the lines uh, are like, "Killian, here's your sub zero now, plane zero. I love that. Um, that's it, it, no. See, I think all the lines in here are embarrassing. I think they're meant to be so shitty. Buzzsaw had to split. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. Something about the I forget uh, fireball. He's what a, a hothead! What a hothead! Yeah, they're all horrible, and I fucking love them. Yeah, yeah. Here's, right. here's my favorite one: is the Sub Zero. Here's Sub Zero. 
now playing zero. Yeah. That's terrible irony, but that's the best you're going to get from me. But I fucking love that line. It's so shitty. It gives me indigestion, but I fucking love it and I crave it. Yeah. I love that. That shittiness. I get it, man. Like we got Jim Brown in this movie as well. And, um, Jesse, Jim Brown had an amazing fucking movie career. Jim Brown to be in this, like fireball with the, the, the backpack, the jetpack. I was saying it was funny when we were watching this. He like does every every uh, character, every celebrity does their little intro, and this guy's involved like using his flamethrower quite a lot. And I was like, he wouldn't have to wear such a big backpack, such a big pack, if he didn't like do this waste this gallon of gas beforehand. And then he goes out into the street and he just takes off with his backpack. It's like, oh my god, that's the thing. He just used it to get there. What a yeah. fucking waste of time. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else to add about the Running Man? Fuck. I think we could have stopped twenty minutes ago. All right. Well, why don't you take us through it, Brent? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I mean, clearly this movie doesn't hold up. I um. <laughs> once again, I like watching it because it's um. It's one of those movies that I remember loving because I I love the idea of it. I love the idea that there was a game show where they would hunt a human, and that fucking guy would like try to and when i was young though that's all that really stuck with me was that aspect of it right um i hadn't seen it forever and i definitely remembered it being better than it was because it wasn't good and i tried to make excuses for it in my head the whole way through couldn't do it yeah couldn't fucking do it especially with colin in my ear i mean it makes your work way harder if you're trying to make sense of a movie but (laughs) i mean it doesn't hold up i'm not gonna sit here and fucking pretend like it does i love arnie fucking always will i even love jesse ventura despite um all his craziness and this movie is probably something you can just don't watch ever (laughs) colin i'll call you out yeah i can't believe this i got made that's how bad it is i I, like honestly can't believe that it got made like this is worse then I've seen people's first people who've made first film short film. This was like they filmed. Uh, it was like it was a senior citizen center theater production with Arn- they got Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow and a couple other actors. It was, I can't believe how bad it is. I'm shocked. I, I watched this movie probably at least a dozen times in the '80s and. Uh, I want all of those times back as well as this time. It, it was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't hold up. By yeah. Way. Okay. I, I couldn't. I didn't get that. It. It does not. It does not at all hold up. There's almost not even a single redeeming thing about this. And I'm now really upset because I bet that the. Um, I bet. I, I think there's a good movie in here. I think they could have made a bigger deal of the rebellion and the dystopia. The, the game show could have been one small action sequence element of it that maybe moved the for, story forward in some meaningful way, but nah, 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 do not want. Um, bad acting, uh, the direction is just weird, and I just, the, the characters don't, the, the celebrity guys, like, no, none of them. Like, their equipment is like, purposely cheesy but i don't get how it's supposed to be practical 
The bah. fucking technology in this is the worst. It's like runner up for the worst we've oh my seen. God, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the worst maybe the worst like, movie I've ever seen, not even just for hold up. Yeah. I still put the thing above this, but Yeah, for for computer thing, badness. Oh the thing the thing the thing is like a fucking Oh my no, god. No no the the no 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 the technology. Their their representation oh. of technology. Oh, I thought you were comparing this to the movie The Thing, and I was like, The Thing is like the Godfather too compared to this. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just, just, just the, um, just the aspect of the, the way they portray technology in different areas. <laughs> Can you think of a movie that does it worse than this? Because I can't. Uh, not off the top of my head. No, not off the top. Yeah, the of my thing head. is what I'm saying. I think The Thing is a runner-up. That that's fucking garbage technology. What? Which movie? No, thing. sorry, you guys are you. Brent's talking about only technology in a movie, and Colin's talking about movie itself. I think this is worse than the thing. I think their chess game and uh, their computer. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about technology. I think. I think the computer that does the math on how fast the contagion would spread instantaneously. <laughs> I think that's better. Shit, I think that's better than this. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wor- this is this is the worst. This is number one worst for me, and maybe worst wardrobe ever as well. This movie can, and maybe worst cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the like, worst movie you've it. seen, in, like ever. Are you? Is this what you're saying, or recently? No, I mean like maybe ever. Well, think of a think of a worst example. Oh. I- Okay, think of a worse example that was a box office movie that was in the theater. Think of our worst example of a movie. Oh, well, a here's, theater release. here's a movie I I um I hate more than this. Uh, Alexander. Yes. Oh God. Oh, I hate that movie, but I don't hate it worse than I mean, Alexander is. Holy this movie fuck, has a sixty-three a on Rotten Tomatoes. That fucking website. That's, way no, too high. It, that's, like, that's just people like being fond of Arnie and and, yeah, and finding this pleasantly like pleasantly cheesy, but it's not. It's bad. If it was pleasantly cheesy, I would like this movie, and, and it could have actually changed some minor things to be passable. And I, th- I think there's something more here that could have happened. Buff Alexander is a drama, and that makes that movie so much worse. This was supposed to be a cheesy action movie. Yeah, and like I bet Alexander, you that Alexander cost like five times as much. Oh, absolutely it did. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, And, and I bet later. you the script was more than a first draft, which is pretty much the biggest defense that Running Man has for it, is that no one looked at the script after someone said, hey, I got an idea for a script. <laughs> and that's the fucking last time anyone discussed it. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Okay, well, yeah, uh, no last week on the show we reviewed Hard Target with Van Damme and we chewed that one a new asshole. How does this movie stack up against Hard Target? Was it Hard Target or Out for Justice we did last week? No, Hard Out for Justice was two weeks ago. Jesus, I'm fucking... Yeah. He's just talking about the release. Yeah. We, we recorded the maybe the I got you, I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week we released Hard Target. So where do you stand so, on this versus Hard Target? I think... Oh... oh. Well, Bloodsport was our king after the Bloodsport last. Bloodsport was right? the king, yeah, for sure. And I think Hard Target, we we pretty much the way we ripped that shit out of it, um, is going to be now on uh, the bottom. So it'd be funny to keep the best and the worst during this period. Yeah. Okay. No fair. I would rather watch Hard Target. I think. Yeah, I would too. Really? It's oh, got man. fucking. It's you know got what? Cajun Wilford Brimley. I was just going to say like Cajun spicy Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. Cajun Wilford He's Brimley right. is better than anything in The Running Man. 
Yeah, yeah and he's better right. than everything in fucking hard target. Yeah, that is true <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, he is. All right. Well, this movie's definitely not knocking Bloodsport out of the top spot. So Bloodsport remains no. as our most enjoyable, and uh, Running Man takes over as the new and, turd of the '80s, '90s action flicks. And so, so I'm thinking next week is going to be a Cliffhanger. Yeah, Cliffhanger with Stallone. And I'm thinking Cliffhanger's got going to have a run for its run. I mean, I'm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. I'm really excited for Under Siege, too. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. I feel like that one might be able to pull out of this mess. I haven't either. I think Under Siege and Cliffhanger have the potential to be the new frontrunners. Those were both, like, pretty big movies. Yeah, I'm going to watch Under Siege tonight now that we're talking about it. I'm very excited to see that movie. Oh, nice. Because all the big-name actors in that, you got, you got at his prime, at his prime, you got Busey. At his fucking absolute prime. Yeah. Because it was after Lethal Weapon, and uh, he was like kind of like... Before he kind scrambled of, you know, his eggs, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, then you got Tommy Lee Jones playing the scrambled eggs guy. Yeah. And you probably got the best-looking girl. What's her face that's in this? Oh, I can never remember her name. Yeah. But she is. She also this is like the only thing she was in. She was like a Playboy Playboy. Play yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was... She's topless in this, and then... <laughs> And then you've it's got probably, no, probably, Seagal, a movie star. probably Seagal at his, at his, his, probably his peak. This is his top. Yeah, it was all downhill yeah. after this. Yes, yeah, yeah. How could it so, not be, though? So it's got, it's got to be something good in that fucking thing. Yeah. I haven't seen be. it in forever. But what are the chances that there's a beret in there that shows its way onto his head at some point? 100%. 100%? Probably at the end. Probably at the end. Uh, he's a chef. I know he wears he's a like, chef hat a lot. They're like, thanks for saving the day. And he's like, you're welcome. Like also, beret. beret. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because he's he's not, he's the he's in the Navy. So it's that might not be cool. He's definitely got a, a specialized chef hat, though. That's not a chef hat. It's more like a beret chef's hat. That's what I think. Yeah, he does have... He wears cool chef's hats that he thinks are cool anyway. Yeah. Sheriff hat. Who is, who is the captain that gets killed? He's a famous actor, isn't he? Uh, Dude, I, that I forget his likes, name, yeah. I forget his name. He likes uh, Seagal or whatever, and they're buddies. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, we'll have to review that one. It'll be right. good. That one will be coming up. Cliffhanger will be next. Uh, hold on to your butts for that one. We're giving you a week's notice, so get it into you. All right, folks, uh, it was great. Running Man was not turd. Biggest turd we got. So, fuck it. Damn. Fuck I can't even think of a smarmy... I can't even think of a good line. Something about, this is a stinker, then I wrap my spine. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you're staying healthy and safe out there, and enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.